What's up, y'all? I'm back. See, you know I got your back like chiropractic. What's going on? What's going on? I'm back. I had to finish. I was on this. Uh, uh, There's my wife on there. What's going on, girl? What you keep yourself? That's my wife. Listen, um, I just got done. I was I was virtually on. Um, I was on a uh, uh, like a little judge thing. Listen. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? What's going on, baby? Y'all, that's my wife right there. Hey, what's going on? Uh, I'm about to show y'all how to create a seven-figure business without credit or debt. Because I believe that every single person that you talk to, every business guru, uh, whatever they call themselves or whatever you call them, they always talk about leveraging other people's money. Um, and they always use it in reference to uh, OPM, meaning your uh, uh, bank's money, right? And uh, we built our company. We built uh, two seven-figure producing companies. One is our online academy. The other one is our actual financial firm. Uh, never borrowing money from the bank. Um, anybody that knows me, I'm Mr. B. The Bank. If you don't know me, welcome to me. My name is Jake Taylor Jacobs, Mr. B. The Bank, and I specialize in scaling businesses um, in product development. And uh, I got started in this world by creating a financial firm where we teach people how to build their own banking systems. Uh, you, This is somebody. All I got is debit cards up in here, baby. Only thing I got are debit cards. I don't have credit cards. And I know a lot of us, we uh, grow up with the assumption and we think that uh, we can outthink the banks. You know, a lot of people we say, man, I, I use the bank money. <laughs> I use their money. I flip their money and I pay them back before they even charge me interest. You feel me? Because that's how you got to game the system. And what we fail to realize is we're playing in a game where they created the rules. We're playing in their system. And so if you think that you're truly gaming them from their system, I would ask you to look at your business. Look at your business's bottom line and look at the house you live in and then go and look at the bank's business locations with an S, look at their inside infrastructures with an S and look at how their lifestyle is the banker's lifestyle. And their lifestyle is a lot less complex as far as generating income as us as business owners and producers, because we're only led to believe that the only way that we can achieve or scale our businesses is if we depend and need them to in order to do it. And what we fail to realize is that business 101 says, I find a need, I sell the need, I make money. But the problem is you spend your business's profits as if it's a paycheck and not business income. So we're about to get on that. I'm about to show you exactly what I did. And it's not it's not arithmetic. When I show you that, some of y'all may even be mad at me because it's that simple. Some of you guys may even be mad at me because it's that simple. Yep, yep. Some of you guys may be mad at me because it's that simple. And because it's that simple, some of you may not even believe it's that simple. So you may not even believe me. I think I'm going to use, but I'm going to show you anyhow. If you want me to show you how exactly how we built the seven-figure business, never borrowing money from the bank, I want you to put fire symbol in the chat. Can you put a fire symbol in the chat for me? Can you put a fire symbol in the chat? Uh, as a business owner, I can only tell you what I did. I only paid myself commission. Because as a business owner, I needed to sell. I was a salesman. I'm a salesman. 
And so as a business owner, I only paid myself commission. I've only paid myself commission. What I sell, I eat, just like my salespeople. What I don't sell, I don't eat. Well, Jake, what if, what if, what if I do hair? Or what if I, you know, what if I build or I create stuff? It's very simple. Um, you pay yourself based on what you bring to the table. Nothing else. Anything outside of that. Anything outside of that, you will not, I'm, you're going to overpay yourself. And if you do overpay yourself, you don't need to spend the money. Um, and if you do overpay yourself, you don't need to spend the money. You need to keep that money as a reserve just in case you need to lend your company money just in case you did overpay yourself. So for me, um, I'm literally making back all the money that I lent to the company in the beginning. So in the beginning, in the beginning, I was living on the income. I mean, not literally living on income, meaning if I didn't sell, we didn't eat anything. I was so thankful that my wife had a job. But the point that I'm making is, um, in the in the beginning, any type of money I could have been receiving, I didn't need it. Um, anything over what I, you know, what the basic necessities that I needed, I gave it back to the company. But I just didn't give it back to the company because that's what I actually earned. I lent that money back to the company with some type of interest attached to it. So later on, when the company pays me, it's re I'm recouping what I lent the company. I became my own lending source. And so a lot of us, when it comes to stretching or scaling our businesses, a lot of us think that, um, a lot of us think that the only the only only way to scale your business is by using the bank's money. But what we fail to realize is that the bank is always trying to be that intermediary and inter what that inter intermediary yeah that that middleman. They always want to be that middleman that's always kind of soaking up the money in between because they want you to take your company's money, go and spend it because they say what. I appreciate that because they say what. Oh, you go spend your money because you can always use our money to leverage or float. And you don't realize how much momentum you lose by giving all your money to the bank. So, you know, people say, you know, Jake this and Jake that. Um, uh, and I'm really not trying to give, throw any shots at anybody because I really have really good friends that do credit repair. Like, I really have really good friends that do credit repair. I have really good friends that truly believe in the credit uh, model. And I never, never, ever make anyone feel as though their model or what they're teaching is wrong. All I got to do is say that you have people who have made it on credit. Now I'm about to now I'm about to show you somebody. You said we can get these sweaters. We're going to drop it. We're going to drop uh, some ABS drip for you. Now I'm about to show you somebody who has not only done it once, but we've done it twice. How we built two seven-figure producing companies. Um, uh, that are successful, that are scaling, that are growing still, and we've never borrowed money from the bank. So you see somebody who's made it and it's hard. It's, it's not too often that you see somebody who hasn't that, who has made it without using any of the bank's money. So let me show you one, let me show you one for those of you guys that are new to me and you're not true to me yet. Uh, this is Connie. Hey, Connie say, Hey. Okay, so how much have we produced with our financial firm this month of June? Our financial firm has produced $103,930. Uh, and and let, me, let me ask you a question. Are you, you are a senior accountant here? Yes, I am. Okay, so um, if, if we go to jail for tax fraud or anything, you you going to go to jail with me? Am I on camera? Yep. <laughs> you on trial. <laughs> Well, I guess if he go down, I go down. <laughs> Okay, good. Okay, good. This is our top broker right there, uh, Chandler. So that's one of our companies, right? We actually own a financial firm. And that's the numbers that we've done uh, just in June. But I, I, I got to, and I'm taking you through this real quick because they say, uh, uh, my mentor used to always tell me, he say, uh, listen, never listen to somebody who can't prove it to you, 
right? Never listen to anybody who can't prove it to you. Here's our second company, uh, our online companies. What is going on right here to our reports? I'm going to go here. I'm going to click here. And then I'm going to click the month of June. So June 1st. So June 1st to June 29th. This is our online company. So there is our financial firm. Our numbers, right? Here is our online company. So that's that's about $323,000 just this month alone. And uh, we did this without ever borrowing money from the bank. <laughs> without ever borrowing money from the bank. There are people who are literally trying to teach you how to borrow money from the bank, how to do all this stuff that you need to do. And... Um, uh, and they, they, they barely have a pot to piss in themselves, right? So if you really want to learn, if you really want to learn uh, how to build a seven-figure business without ever becoming a slave to anybody's bank, put fire symbols in the, in the comments. If you really want to learn how to build a, a seven-figure business without ever becoming anybody's debt slave, put fire in the chat right now. Put fire in the chat right now. I'm about, I'm about to show y'all something. It's very simple. It's called OPM. I'm about to show y'all real quick. Put fire in the chat right now. And I'm gonna give y'all the game. Y'all know y'all know exactly how your coach do. Y'all know exactly how I do. Y'all know what go down. Y'all know what go down. Y'all know what go down, cause you know I'm going to the board. So I, see, yeah, 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 yeah. Some of y'all don't know me. I used to be a licensed teacher. I went to school for teaching. I went to school. I got my certification to teach. Actually to teach. In the state of Texas. So I'm about to show y'all some game real quick because I think it's very important that we understand something. Because when you when you understand what business is, right? If you understand what business is, business one on one, business one on one. Let me show you what business one on one says. Let me show you what business one on one says. Business one on one. Business 101. Let me make let me make sure I'm live and I'm good. Business 101. Business 101 says if you find a need and you feel that need you make, hold on, and bring it a little closer so you can see. You make money. That's business one-on-one. It's not credit. It's not learning how to credit hop. It's not learning how to game the banking system. It's not learning how to, it's not, it's, it's literally, I find a need I feel that need and I make money. And the more people's need that I feel, the more money that I make. See, this is basic business fundamentals that we're not taught. And, and, and you would think that it's common sense, but it's not common because everyone doesn't come from a common place. See, common sense is only common to the people who came from the same common place. That's, that's the basic necessities of business. 
And so I know a lot of you guys are like, okay, Jake, what's the strategy to get to seven figures? If you do not pay attention to what I'm about to show you, you're never going to get to seven figures because it's literally this simple. It's literally this simple. We got to first understand what do the banks do? Let's look at a bank. So if this is a bank, what do the banks do? If this is the bank, how does the bank get money? How does the bank get money? And do not say they print money because no, they're not the Federal Reserve. The only thing that a bank can do, a consumer bank, a commercial bank, only way they can get money is if they find people that wants to put money inside of the bank. If you find people to put money inside of the bank, therefore, the bank then in turns lends, lends OPM. What is OPM? Other people's money. They lend OPM. Who is OPM? The people that gave money to the bank. They lend OPM to you. You use OPM money for a fee called interest. And the bank makes money off of OPM. Very simple, right? Very simple. Let me show you exactly how to build a seven-figure company without ever using the bank. Notice what happened. The money went in. The money, the money, let me use red. Let me use red. The money went into the bank. The money came out the bank. The money went back into the bank and then back into the user's pockets. Notice what's happening. You see a, a cyclical or a cycle of a business model. But the problem that we have in our own business models is that we don't realize that your businesses can be, in fact, banks. What do you mean, Jake? Very simple. Let's draw your business. If this is your business house, you want to use OPM to scale your company. That's what you want to use. So what happens is you find, you find, instead of doing what the banks do, customers, they give you their money. Why? Because you're, you're giving them some type of product or service. So OPM, other people, OP, gives you their money for whatever product or service you're giving. And then this is what we do. We then take their money. We then take their money and then we go and spend their money on food, clothes, high-end clothes, high-end cars, and oh yeah, the cost of OPM because you borrow money from the bank. And we wonder why we stay broke. And why it always feels as if the bank has to always be in your pockets. So the only thing we did, we didn't do anything special. How we built a seven-figure company not borrowing money from the bank? It was very simple. It was, we, we, we literally mimicked the bank, ABS. This is our company. 
And then what we understood is that we have the same OPM that the banks have. It's called money. Other people's money. So people say, well, I ain't going to use my money to, uh, to grow my company. It ain't your money in the first place. You don't make the money. You don't, you don't create the money. You don't print the money. You don't cut the money. You're getting other people's money in order to continue and grow your business. The same thing the banks do. The only difference is half our money either go to the bank or go to other things instead of going back to our system. So what happens? We use OPM, other people's money, and then what we did was we used their money to reinvest for products. So while other people use that money, while other people use that money for food, for clothes, for vacations, for all that stuff, we used it to reinvest into products, to get employees. To hire qualified people for bonuses for our sales force. And what did we do? We charged ourselves a fee or interest just like the banks would have charged us for using that money. So what happened? Guess what happens? Now when that money comes back into ABS, it's now not only a, a profit, but we also have interest that was gained because we lent that money out to ourselves so that we can get it back to, for ourselves. And notice what just happened. We have a cyclical, cyclical, whatever that was, cyclical motion of an infinite housing source where our money never leaves the ABS cycle. Very simple. So instead of thinking of your customers and clients as a sugar daddy, a sugar mama, see this how you think of your customer and client like this. This is the customer. When they give you money, when they give you money, your company money, when they give your company money, you use their money to go what? To go live your best life. And I'm not saying not to go live your best life. What I'm saying is there's a time and place for everything. That's what I'm saying. And so because you use their money like they're your sugar daddy or your sugar mama, now you have no money. You have no money to scale and grow your little business. So what do you need? Now you got to go borrow money from the bank in order to continue your business cycle, therefore creating a dependency on people that's now created the new age slavery. It's called debt. To be financially free, truly financially free, means that you can operate life independent on any other uh, entities or industries or companies other than your own. So, uh, Max asked, what percentage of interest would I charge myself? I charge myself the same amount of interest. I charge myself the same amount of interest that any bank would charge me. So in the beginning, 
in the beginning, this was other people's money, customers. They paid for service to the company. <clears throat> we didn't have, we've, we've never had like, we, um, uh, we didn't have like super duper physical products all the time. So for our, for this example, let's say all the profit was in-house. And so if I was supposed to get paid $20,000, I only needed $3,000 to survive. So I lent the company back $17,000 at a 4% interest rate. So that when it came back out, I made more money lending my money back to the company. Why? Because I don't need more than $3,000 a month to live. So the OPM that you're looking for is the OPM of people that you're treating like they're your sugar daddies. That's why you have a dependency on banks. I mean, let, let me ask you a question. Let, let's be real. I want you to put, I want you to type the number one if this is you. Does it make you feel disgusting to have to go to the bank and fill out all this paperwork for them to decide if your company is worthy of getting their money? The, be honest. Does it make you press the number one? If it makes you uncomfortable to go to the bank to have to prove the worth of your company, press the number one. If you'll be honest. Yeah, press the number one. If you'll be honest, I got one person honest right now. I got another person honest right now. It makes you uncomfortable. Why? Because you got to go prove to somebody else who's the middleman. You got to go prove to somebody else who's the middleman on why you need other people's money. Versus going to the middleman, why don't you go directly to the other people? Why, why, why wouldn't you go directly to the other people? Because the banks have decided and are designed in our mind that the only way we can get to OPM is if we leverage their money. When they're getting their money from the same consumers you could be getting your money from. It's called the customer. Stop spending all of your company's money as if it's a paycheck. See, we're designed that if I work for something and I get that money, it's a check that I can spend. Which keeps us in this debt-like slavery cycle to where you're needing mama, a.k.a. bank, God, a.k.a. Bank of America, that is now your God. Now you depend on them to float you in between your paychecks and you run your business like it's a paycheck. Which is why you never get free from the very thing that was supposed to set you free. I'm about to show y'all something. I showed y'all earlier, but I had to get off. I'm going to show y'all something. From June 1st. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on real quick, hold on real quick. I'm about to show y'all something. <clears throat> I bet y'all be like, Jake, boy, Jake, you be excited, boy. You just be yelling, boy. That boy, Jake, be yelling. You hear me? Jake, be yelling, boy. That boy, Jake, be yelling. I just be trying to get in y'all head. Okay, June 1st. June 1st, 
This product did not exist. From the 16th to the 29th, it became our number one product. This is a product that never existed. This is a product that never existed. It never existed before June 16th. Okay? From June 16th to June 29th, this product did $61,000. From June 16th to June 29th, this one product did uh, this one product did $61,000. Now let's look at this. This same product from June 1st to June 16th. This same product did not exist. Look what the number one product was. It was our digital real estate. Notice the product didn't exist. The product didn't exist. So when y'all say, Jake, but I got this real good idea with this very good product that, 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 that everybody going to want. How do you know you want it? They want it if you never pre-sell it. Tesla pre-sold their trucks in their cars before they existed. Amazon pre-sold what Amazon was going to look like. Ford truck pre-sold. You can look at Ford. They say success leaves clues. So the very best way, matter of fact, let me show you a book. This book right here. This book right here is this book. I did. I, I do not start any product, service, or company with old money. I only started with new money because I need to be able to determine if the consumers, if the customers actually want it. So I am the lender didn't exist. The actual class in the book, it didn't exist before November of last year. But because our customers and our clients from our financial firm, they wanted more information. So what I did, I pre-sold an I am the lender class that never existed. I built the class as we went along. Then I began to pre-sell the class after it, before it was finished for the next group. This book didn't exist before. Connie, when did you finish this book? Uh, that was finished April. This book? The first, the first draft. This first draft of the book was not. This book was not created and finished until April of this year. We went live April fifth. I had three thousand dollars of of book orders on a pre-ordered book that did not exist before. You know what y'all would have done? Let me tell you what you would have done. You would have said, man, I got a book. Let me go get the copies for it. You would have went to the bank, got a credit card, and then swiped $3,000 for a credit card for a, for a product that didn't exist. So I had a pre-order price, which was like half off. I sent everyone this version of the book first. Then I took that money from that book, and then I created this. You know what I did? Everyone that purchased the pre-order, I gave them the ebook and I sent them this. So they had the ebook version, but they didn't have the physical copy because I didn't want to use old money for it. So I used new OPM. It's like a free credit card. $3,000 of people's purchases I used to get the first batch. 
When this batch came in, I didn't like this batch. So in the middle of that batch, we created this version. The hardcover copy. And you know what I did? I used all of their money to purchase all of these books. And I pre-sold the hardcovers before the hardcovers even came in. So when they say, can you put this back on the bookshelf, please? Ooh, we getting fancy. Okay. So, so when they say it's impossible to grow a seven-figure company without using credit cards, they lying to you. And it's very funny. Y'all got me spitting. It's very funny. <clears throat> Let me calm down. Let me calm down. It's very funny how so many of us are so black, black, black. I'm black-tastic. I'm black-amazing. I'm black-successful. Successful. I'm black this, black that, black, bliggity, bliggity, black. But your entire business structure and function is built on the need of a white bank. The entire way you grew your business was on a white company's money, a white bank, but you black-tastic, you black-amazing, you black-dependent, you mean the independent, right? You call yourself, you, 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 you replace everything in the beginning with black. I'm black-independent. I'm black this. But, but your entire business model is built on needing a white bank. Y'all don't want y'all don't want to hear me. Y'all 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 don't want to hear the truth. Y'all don't want to hear the truth. Y'all don't want to hear the truth. You don't want to hear the truth because it's like we want to be free, but I still want Daddy to pay for my needs, huh? I I, I want to be free, but I want black. I want Daddy to to keep paying. And in, in filling the gap if I spend my money too much because I'm not financially responsible enough to say no to certain things so my family and my business can be independent for life. We don't want that. We don't want that. We, what, what people say, why would I use my money and I can use their money? What money, what, what, what money got your face on it? Huh? What money got your face on it? I'll wait. Huh? What $100 bill? Huh? What $50 bill? Huh? What $20 bill? Huh? What, 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 what? Not if it's not your face. What? What, what, what dollar bill got any, any of our faces on it? So how's it your money? You gonna die with it? No. If you go to prison, can you take the money with you? No. It ain't your money. It never was. You never created it. So this feeling of ownership over things we don't own is crazy. So you live in a lifestyle you can't afford and your credit card is floating the rest. That's crazy to me. There's nobody in the world. Nobody, Craig, that can make me feel inadequate because they driving Rolls Royces, they getting on private jets, and their entire lifestyle is credit. 
I'm talking about in America, Max. You're talking about in the African and Caribbean bills. Exactly. The value is very low. They don't even value the bills with our faces on it. What we talk what we talk what are we talking about? So we got these businesses that are dependent upon a banking system that you say you don't like. You say you don't like white people. Huh? You say you can you can be separate without them. You can build without them. You say F those white people and you secretly swipe that white card called a credit card because you need daddy bank to swipe to, to take care of your needs. Daddy bank, I don't know how to be as disciplined as y'all were to get independent. So I just want to keep swiping your car and it's okay that you charge me 4 to 25%. It's okay that you charge me 4 to 25% to use other people's money I could get for free if I just provide a service or a product to. I didn't mean to yell at y'all. I, I didn't mean to yell. I, I know, I know this ain't what y'all thought, right? Y'all thought it was going to be like a lot more deep than that. Y'all thought my strategy to getting to building two seven-figure uh, businesses of not ever using credit, not ever using debt was going to be like real deep, right? Like it was like a secret. No. Stop spending your client's money. <clears throat> Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. If an investor gave you $10,000, would you go use that investor's money? Would you go use that entire investor's money to go buy you a car? If an investor gave you $10,000, would you use that investor's money to go and buy you a car or buy you a bag or some nice shoes or, or Rolex, would you? Would you? If you want to win in business, the answer you would have gave was no. So why would you take an investor's money that don't ask for no money in return, their $10,000 and go do it? Jake, what you mean? My customers are my investors. My customers are my investors. These are micro investors that have invested some type of money into my business structure because they value the value I give to them. So that's why people invest in companies. Why do you invest? You invest in companies because you value what they bring to society. So when you think of your customers like investors, you would never mismanage an investor's money. Why? Because you want them to continue to invest. So you would what? You would want to turn that investor's money into profit so that they can see how valuable and how much you appreciate their money. So why wouldn't you do that with your customer's money? It's OPM. I use OPM. I grew the company. I kept the OPM in the company. And I use I found new customers every single month to continue to give us OPM. 
And then what do you do with the OPM? You enhance the customer experience. You enhance the customer value so they can continue to become lifetime investors into your business because they believe in the product you're distributing. See, customers are investors that you never have to give stake to. Stake, I mean like equity in a company. You don't have to pay them back in interest. The only thing that you have to do is ensure that your product is the best that it can be. We built our entire company off of investors' money, a.k.a. customers. That's the only thing you're doing when you're going to the bank, but you're being charged with it. OPM is other people's money. So let me show you. Let me go to the board. Let's go back to the board. OPM is other people's money. How to build a seven-figure company using OPM. OPM is other people's money. This is what everyone teaches you what to do. They say use OPM. Use other people's money to grow your company. But this is what the banks have done. Here's the bank. How can the bank get money? They can't print money. So they have to what? They have to use customers' money in order for the business to function. If you don't give money to the bank, the bank does not function. The same goes for your business. If the customers don't give money to you, you do not function. Get it? So, this is your customer. They give money to your establishment, to your business. The only difference with your business versus the bank, the bank takes the customer's money and they go and make money called interest and that money comes back into the bank. Oh no, not with our businesses. With our businesses, we take their money and we don't make interest. We go buy food, cars, vacations. We go and buy all types of dumb s. And that money never comes back to the business, which is why we need their money. We need the bank's money at a at an interest rate to continue to make this thing work. Versus mimicking the bank. What does the bank do? The bank don't pay the bankers first. The bank don't feed themselves first. As soon as that money hits that account, that money is out making more money. So what can your business do? Soon as that customer money hits your account, that customer's money should be going out to make more money. How? More inventory. More salespeople. Better infrastructure. Etc. Anything that makes more money. And then you pay the business called interest. It's called profits. From the difference of the money it makes. And it's only from the profits that you take a little piece to pay your salary. 
And then the cycle stays within the business. Press the number one if you got value. Press the number one. It's very simple. It's very simple. Y'all, I'm trying to work on this thing like not to yell, but I just get overly excited. You can't blame me for getting excited. They said, Jay, but I really got an idea and that idea cost a lot of money. Well, if you can't get people to pre-order and buy that idea, then your idea wasn't a good idea. Very simple. I'm working on the yelling. I'm gonna get that under control. I just get overly excited, you know what I mean? So if they won't pre-order this idea, the odds are they won't buy it when it comes out. <laughs> Come on. How, how many people you seen or, or bragged on pre-ordering Jordans? Pre-ordered a movie before. I pre-ordered these glasses. How? I had to buy them. Then they had to be shipped in later. <laughs> it ain't nothing new under the sun. It's just understanding business fundamentals. It's just business fundamentals. I would never get into a business where I felt like I had to borrow money to do it, which is why I'm not in real estate as of yet. Because I would much rather work my way up selling other stuff to generate cash flow so that I can go and get these properties because now that's clear cash flow for me. I mean, that's simple math to me. But don't come to me talking about you pro-black and you pro-this and your entire business model is selling, you know, using white credit, white people credit. Period. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. The internet has made it equal. Anybody can do anything that they want on the internet. You can sell whatever. As long as that product's solid and the value you bring is real, you can, you can do whatever you want. You can become whatever you want. I did. I did. But the question you got to ask yourself is are you waiting for your dreams to be validated by a bank? 
That means you ain't tapped into true godhood. Because the, 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 the word I know says that we will lend to many nations and borrow from none. That's what, it's, that's what it told me. And the Bible also told me to never despise small beginnings. To be okay with where I am and understand that the reason I haven't, I've, I haven't unlocked to the next level is because there is something about me that's not ready for the next level. It has nothing to do with credit. Being a true entrepreneur is learning how to be resourceful. Resourceful. If I really want to get in real estate, I find somebody with the money, I find somebody with the property, I connect the two and I make money in between. It's called wholesaling. But that's all I got for today. Y'all thought it was going to be like hella deep. It ain't that deep. I, I really used to think making money was like, like extremely philosophical. It ain't. The math is simple. <laughs> it is simple. Find a product. Offer that product to people who need the product and learn how to communicate communicate that need to the customer. Because just because you got a, the product and they thirsty don't mean they'll buy from you. So then you have to communicate why they should buy from you and the value that it brings them to buy from you. What can you bring them that nobody else can give them? After I feel the need, then the exchange is money. But I do like the banks. The money doesn't go out the house. It goes back in the house. So anything that money goes out to reinvest into the business to create more products or services or get more salespeople to offer products and services to more people. Why? Because it generates more money. And only when that cycle happens do I begin to pay myself a little bit out of that. That's just very simple to me. It's very simple. It's very simple to me. So listen, that's the game. And I'm sticking to it. And I hope you guys got value today. Because I got some other work I got to do. But I really hope you got some value today. Because the game is really that simple. It's not that hard. And if you understand how simple to make life. How simple to make the game. Everything comes to you. I don't care what anybody say. They can show me a hotel. They can show me how they're living. They can show me how amazing it is. Because for me. If you got to live on credit to have that life, I don't want it. Because that's extra pressure from the slave man that I don't want. You know how free my life is? Being debt free? Listen, I, listen. It's so good. Watch this. They say you judge a tree by the fruit it bears. Connie, how long you been with me? How long you been? 2016. Okay, and you can officially say you are what? About debt. Oh, I'm officially debt free. I don't owe anybody. Nobody, not a dime. I finally stopped being stubborn and stopped trying uh, to take shortcuts. Well, uh, hard-headed, really, yeah. and stop, stop taking shortcuts. Uh -huh. I have money in my savings account. Come on. I finally got a new place to Come live. On. So. How, how many banks y'all got? How many uh, private banks you got your kids? Right now we have four. We're getting three more this summer. Come on. So you got four banks. You're getting three more this summer. And then also your car out there paid, right? It's paid out. Okay. And you're a single mom, right? Yes. Okay. And... Uh, at this stage of your life, are you the most at peace than you ever been? Absolutely. I don't have to worry about nothing. Don't worry about looking over my shoulder because who's going to call because I owe because I don't owe. <laughs> <laughs> and before this, how many repos did you have? Oh, my God. Uh, I've had four in the past three years. Four repos in the uh, past three years. Are you looking over your shoulder to see if somebody going to come take your car? Nope. Every time we see a tow truck, we bust out laughing. You're not coming for us. <laughs>
Celeste. So, so when they talk about Sabbath rest and real peace, do you feel like you're feeling that now? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Listen. Y'all better quit playing. <laughs> Y'all better quit playing. First step. First step is understanding how money works. Second step, becoming financially free. Third step, stop using them damn banks. You be too stressed out. You, you be stressed, you hear me? You know how stressed you be using a bank? You know how, stressed, how stressful that is? To know you got to pay them first before you even feed your kids? You, you, know how, you know how stressful it must be? That when COVID hit, you had to pay all your you had to pay all your debts because you were scared they were gonna take something from you. Scary world. Is it harder being independent? Yeah. Jake, do you ever have questions and thoughts like, damn, this could be easy. I can just go get a loan? Yeah. I'm human. I'm a human. Think about like, damn, I can go get a hundred. I can go get a hundred right now. Business good. We got the money to show. You know what always stops me is what I'm teaching y'all every day. Now I'm good. Now I'm good. I'm good. Cause just like, you know, that car drive, mine drive that way. And guess what? I'm 29. I got plenty of time to apply pressure. You hear me? I got plenty of time to apply pressure. I ain't in no rush. I ain't in no rush. I'm living my best life. <laughs> the best life I can live at the moment, which is stress-free. My team got money in their pockets. I'm understanding. I'm understanding more and more every day. But the biggest key that most of us fail to understand is patience. Is <laughs> is patience? Understanding patience. Understanding the value of patience. Holding your time. See, if a baby, a newborn baby, gets born too soon, you would think something was wrong. But when your dreams are, are, are born prematurely, you think that's okay. <laughs> See, when a baby is born premature, you want all the doctors to make sure they're good. And they got to they gotta nourish and look over. Why? Because that baby can't handle the world too soon. So your dreams are much like that baby. If it is born too soon, the world will eat it up. Come on. <laughs> Come on. That's why you got to develop some stuff in you. You got to go through some trials and tribulations. You got to see how things feel using money that you control. You know why, you know why people say don't use your money? You know why, why people say don't use your money? They say don't use your money because... <clears throat> they say don't, lose your, don't use your money because... You don't want to feel the pain of your mistakes. So when I use when I use daddy money, right? Bank of America is your daddy, right? Wells Fargo. So when you use daddy money, it don't hurt as bad. Remember when you used to use your parents' money, and it never really made you like feel any type of way until you spent your own money. That's the same way credit cards work. It's easy to spend their money because you always like, yeah. I mean, they got it. You know, I'm just bankruptcy, let it fall off in seven years, da da da. And you never get to feel the sting of that hurt of that decision. So because you never felt that sting of the hurt of that decision, you continue to make that same mistake and have the audacity to question where God is. You making the same mistake?
You said where? You said where can you? Um, you said where can you? You said where can you find the uh, find a good money book? A good money book is I am the lender. A good money book is I am the lender. By Jake Taylor Jacobs, it's my book. You can get a paperback copy. You can get a hardcover copy, or you can get an ebook. This is my book. I am the lender. You said you asked for the book now. I'm telling you the book to get. Is I am the lender. You can get a hardcover. You can get a paperback, or you can get a, a ebook version. Somebody put in the chat, IamTheLender.com. IamTheLender.com, where I show you how you can become your own bank. It ain't that hard. It's just about reprogramming your mind to stop feeling like you need the banking system in order for you to survive. That shit's really weird. The only type of audio we have is the actual class. And if you want the actual class that goes with that... You're going to have to hit that link in my bio. You got to hit the link in my bio and become a, um, and register, uh, get on the waiting list to get into that class. Get on the waiting list to get into that class. Yeah. She said, it's doing the work and not watching the results. Absolutely. We get so caught up in the results that we butcher the work. Because you're so quick at wanting to be done. That you rush the process. I want to make sure everything is done correctly. I don't even I don't even think of the end. I have milestones that I want to hit in between, but I never cap myself off. I never know how how long God's overflow of blessings gonna bless over me. So I never say when I get to 100 million, when I get to a million, when I get to 10 million, I'm good. I just say, in this space in my life, let me find out the best version of myself. This milestone for me to gauge that is from 250 uh from, from fifty thousand dollars a month. To 250000 a month. So when we hit that, I said, okay, that's the best way to gauge. Why? Because we have to work on some kinks. When we hit that level, we had a new devil. So we have to take the course down, reconfigure some stuff so that we can go to the next level. So there's just things, there's levels to it. Levels. You hear me? Levels. How long have I been doing this? You're only 29. Let me show you something. I told you. I told you. Um, I told you. Um, I told you my mentor taught me that um, if, if somebody can't prove to you nothing versus tell her, I'll show you. October 16, 2013. I started teaching in 2012. Wiley College Awards grant. Uh, for a financial literacy program, Wiley College. That was my college. I've been teaching since 2012, 2013 is when we got our first funding. That's me getting funded by Capital One, $8,000 from Capital One. That was me, president of a financial literacy organization at Wiley College. Boom. So that's how long I've been teaching. I've been teaching that long. I've been teaching that long. I've been teaching that long. Matter of fact, matter of fact, 
That's how I learned the inside of banks, how the banks work. And how and how we think that we be playing the banks, but the blanks, the banks, they the ones that be winning. You hear me? We think we play the banks, but the banks, they the ones who be winning. And it's funny how many people think that we're we're gaming the bank. You can't game the people who created the game. <laughs> how how we gonna game the people who created the game? Come on. We can't we can't game the people who created the game. You think they're gonna let us outdo them in their own game? Come on. So they give us those weak uh those weak little points. I don't want your weak ass points. Your travel dollar in points. I don't want that. You got to spend $100,000 to get to $500 of travel dollars. It don't make sense. When you look at how much you paid in interest versus the little travel bucks they gave you for them little points, the shit don't add up. The numbers don't make sense, literally. The numbers literally, literally don't make sense. When you look at the points they give you for the credit card versus how much interest they charge you over the time. But like I said, common sense isn't always common because everyone doesn't come from a common place. So your version of common sense is different than my version of common sense. Because we don't come from the same background. We don't come from the same place. That's why you shouldn't judge anybody based on what you think is common sense. It's our job to educate people and enlighten them to see our vantage point on the common sense. It never made sense for me to borrow money from the bank, especially seeing how much pressure it put on my family. Never did. My daddy taught me since I was a junior. Since I was a little junior. Don't trust the bank. Don't borrow from the bank. Some people see it, but that's crazy talk. The wealthy people do it. I don't want some of their lifestyles. <laughs> They they bring people up like, yo, like, he look bad. They bring up some people's lifestyles. I'll be like, yo, he don't look good. <laughs> like, he looks sick. <laughs> I don't want his lifestyle. Like, <laughs> he don't have no friends. He don't have no family. He always got to have lawyers because he cunt in the system. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't want their lifestyle. <laughs> Like, I don't want that lifestyle, bro. Like, it's okay. Well, the wealthy people do this. Like, listen, listen. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> ooh, ooh. The jesters got the jesters ate as good as the royal as the, as the royal crew. The jester was still a clown. <laughs> bro, look at look look what he driving. Yeah. And look how out of shape he looks. That boy look bad. You hear me? <laughs> My guy look bad. <laughs> Ooh, man. Y'all know, know them people. Well, you be like, <laughs> dude ain't got sleep in three years. I don't want that life. <laughs> Man, my man a billionaire. He ain't slept <laughs> in 20 years. That's why he look he looking like a zombie. I don't want <laughs> I don't want to look like him, okay? <laughs> my man look bad. You hear me? <laughs> hey y'all, I only got 14 seconds. Y'all know what I'm gonna say. Listen, I love you. 
And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Peace. <laughs>